0: Recorded from Sikkim Studios, inside of Otwell Middle School, this is Bulldogs Unleashed. Welcome to another edition of Bulldogs Unleashed. My name is David Miller, joined by Greg Walkup. And Greg, we are winding down the month of February. Yes. A leap year this year. What does that mean? I think it's an extra day, right? Is there 29 days instead of 28? In February or March? In February. Uh March always has 29, at least, or more than. Okay. Do we gain a year or is it fall
1: back? Oh, no, that's the time. That's the
0: time. Too many things to keep track of. I can't do it. Too much stuff going on. We're still popping here in Sikkim Studios.
1: Always. Man, I'm excited for our guest today. Got a great guest who is busy. This
0: guy just got off the plane. God, he's from Maryland. Everywhere. And he's about to get on a plane and go out to, I think he said, what did he say, Missouri? Missouri. So he's hitting all these different states, trying to find some great talent to come to Forsyth County. He is the talent coordinator of Forsyth County Schools, Dr. Jamie Brown. So let's get into that episode. Don't forget to follow the Bulldogs Unleashed podcast on Spotify. Make sure you click on the bell so you get a notification every time a new episode drops. Let's welcome to the show today the talent coordinator for Forsyth County Schools, Dr. Jamie Brown. Yeah. All right. Dr. Brown, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. We we know it's a busy season for you. We're going to get into what you actually do for the district and why it is a busy season for you. Uh, But we want to give our audience a a chance to learn a little bit about you and what you do for our district. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and education that led you here to Forsyth County Schools. Sure.
2: Um, as we were talking off the of air, I'm originally um, a social work major. I did not go to school to be in education. Um, <clears throat> and as I mentioned, education found me.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I happened to be, I knew I always wanted to live in Georgia. I'm originally from New Jersey. I'm a North New Jersey native. Knew I wanted to move to Georgia probably sophomore year in high school at the basketball tournament I play here. So I was set to come to Georgia. Went to West Virginia.
1: Is it the um, weather? Dr. Brown, where were, you, where were you feeling? Um no, it had nothing to do with the weather. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it had
2: to do with some of the things I saw at the underground.
1: Okay. Uh, okay the
2: underground go. mall yeah, when yeah. I was a young That's youngster. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Um so that kind of said, put in my brain, hey, yeah. is where you want to yeah, yeah. start mm-hmm. your start your life at, your, your adult life. Um so I originally went to West Virginia University, played football there, um, and thought just like any person, I want to make a lot of money. So um, at the time, going back some years, I graduated from high school, we're talking about 92. Um, computers were just coming into, you know, big. So I said, I'm going to major in computer science. Okay. set in a computer science class, and started doing programming and said, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah. This is not me. Mm-hmm. Coding and mm-hmm. all that stuff. A little I said,
1: cubicle just grinding.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. So I said, okay, well, I can't make money that way. So I got to change my major. How else do you make money? All right, business. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Switch my major to business. I take an accounting class. Horrible.
0: <laughs> horrible, horrible.
1: We're over 2, Jamie. Over 2.
2: <laughs> yes. Again, but it, 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 you start thinking about what's my, my, my passion wasn't yeah. making money. That was just my thought, mm-hmm. make a lot of money. So um, I remember being at the stadium one day talking to one of the um, career counselors, and she said, hey, the key to life is doing something you love you know, she told me more about it. You want to follow your passion versus following making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So she asked me, what do you like? You know, I said, well, I've always liked working with kids younger than me. You know, I've always liked young kids. I love babies. She said, well, let's talk about doing something you can use that with. And I yeah. said, okay, well. And we got around to me majoring in social work. So I figured, okay, I'm going to be a social worker. I could work with young kids, make their lives better. And I said, I'm going to go open up a foster home. And I said, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I finished my degree in social work. Again, where do I want to live? Atlanta. So as soon as I left Morgantown, West Virginia, well, I left Morgantown, West Virginia, did not go back to New Jersey, drove straight to Atlanta. Oh. Yeah. So I start here, and I start hearing about social workers here. They're burnt out. The turnover rate was high. It's horrible. So I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want to do that. So I got this social work degree, but I need to make some money. Mm-hmm. So I end up working at the airport. I'm loading the planes, putting food on the plane. I got gotcha. wow. loading yeah. trucks at night because, again, I have a friend here, not family, just a friend that I knew from New Jersey. So I had to really make some money. That's how I made money. So my aunt, who lived in Baltimore City, Maryland, who is a te- who was a teacher there, she called me and said, um, hey, you know, I know you want to work with kids. Had you ever thought about teaching?
1: Yeah.
2: No, not really. <clears throat> she said, well, with you having a degree, I think I can get you into teaching here in Baltimore. Okay. So we started talking about it. She basically, what we termed now alternative certification, mm-hmm. she did that with me, and I was able to get a provisional certificate teaching special education in Baltimore, Maryland.
1: Oh, cool. Okay.
2: Got there, um, really start connecting with the kids and the community there. Um, and I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Newark, New Jersey is a very rough town, urban, just hood. And I thought that was the most urban area before. Yeah, mm-hmm. heard about poverty, seen poverty and things like that. But I had never seen it like I saw it when I was in Baltimore. I had a kid who came to school and had a hole in their shoe. Not a hole in the top of the shoe. I've seen that before, but a hole in the bottom. Yeah. So every time he walked, his foot's touching the ground. Mm-hmm. That messed me up a little bit. I remember doing a home visit, and I started thinking to myself, I said, I want to do something else. Hmm. That led me to school counseling. Hmm. So while I was in Maryland teaching on a provisional certificate, instead of getting my provisional in special education, I went and got it in counseling. Okay. Yeah. So now I got my counseling degree. Now I was certified, able to move back here to Georgia, to Atlanta, because remember, I had to be in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Yeah. Came back to Georgia and started my career here as a school counselor. Uh-huh. Ever going through that. Um, and then I started in Fulton County, worked there for uh, 10 years, made the transition over to Forsyth. Um, and Forsyth just opened my eyes to so many opportunities that I necessarily wasn't looking for. I, had, I, I enjoyed my time in Forsyth County. I was a school counselor, coaching football, coaching basketball. Um, thought about doing the same thing in Forsyth, mm-hmm. but then my eyes got open. I became a head counselor, assistant principal, and now talent coordinator.
1: Wow. And always high school counseling?
2: Always high school. Yeah, I was always high school teaching, and yeah, high school my, my special education um, school was all high school. At the time in Baltimore, Maryland. So I've, I'm a lifer in high school.
0: Wow. It's funny too when you say, that, you know, we went to that meeting in, in West Virginia and they're like, you know, what do you do? Something that you love, not don't chase money,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
0: That's easy to, to hear sometimes, but when you're a young, you know, 22, 23 year old kid, like, well, no, that's what I'm supposed to That's the goal of life and make money. But then now that we're on the other side we're in our 40s here, guys, right? We're right. on the other side, you, you, you see it as such wisdom of no, don't chase that. Chase what makes you happy and chase making a difference in people's lives. And obviously you're a benefit of that. And that's, we're a benefit of that, that you chose that route for sure. Right. right. Um, So when you say talent coordinator of Forsyth County schools, can you describe for our audience what that is? What does that role look like uh, for you? That role entails finding any quality, quality
2: candidate that can do anything at Forsyth County schools, teacher, custodian, bus driver, administrator, Anyone that can be hired in Forsyth County Schools. If mm-hmm. I'm in a restaurant, yeah. And sometimes I wear my tag, sometimes because uh-huh. I want to start up conversations. Yes, I drive the county vehicle because I want people to say, "Oh, you work for Forsyth County Schools?" Yes, let me tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any position that somebody's able to be employed in Forsyth County School, that's my goal is to that's find the talent to bring it to the county.
1: So you're you're almost like a connector then, Jamie, right? So if it's if it's transportation, you're connecting with that department. Is mm-hmm. this your? Is that how? Yep. Is that kind of how that, yep. that works? Yeah. Any department, whenever it's
2: time to post a vacancy, <clears throat> they reach out to me. I post a vacancy. Now I know about it. So if I'm somewhere hmm. and somebody has those qualifications or you know, that interest, hey, we have a vacancy at you know XYZ. Let's yeah. see if we can make a connection. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
0: No, you talked about uh, off air just the travel that you have to do as well. So tell us about some of the places you've traveled, or and maybe some of the places you're about to travel. Um, <clears throat> I just
2: got back from Maryland, and, and like I told you, I started my career in Baltimore City, Maryland. So it was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, cause I got to meet my first mentor teacher, that's cool. some nice. people I started working with, yeah. my first mentor school counselor, yeah. my very first para, who's 85 years old Wow. and I hadn't heard her voice in years and to hear her voice and her, the excitement of her seeing me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she's that still was re- teaching? No, she's retired. Oh, <laughs> she's like, retired. Yeah, that's a lifer. That's what we <laughs> call
1: <laughs> a lifer right there. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> yeah. But wow. no, she's
2: yeah. been retired. She's been retired yeah, like yeah. 18 or so years, that's but, awesome. um, that was pretty cool. Um, I do mainly the southeast. Okay. So, been to Alabama several times. I'll go anywhere, North Carolina. Maryland was the furthest north I've been. Hmm. Um, the farthest north I've been, North Carolina. We go to Mississippi, and then we go to um, the furthest I'm going to go in Florida is Gainesville. Gainesville's coming up. I've been to Jacksonville for the University of North Florida. Hmm. Um, we've gone to Mississippi State, which is a, they have some very quality. Canada's there, very good-looking campus. It's funny to go to these places and see campuses, and then you start to reminisce like, oh, man, I miss college. (laughs) College life. (laughs) Because I'll tell you right now, I think college is the greatest invention we've ever had, (laughs) ever had, ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's cool going to these campuses, and it's almost full circle. I spent 15 years as a school counselor. Yeah. High school counselor. So my job was to get you out of high school, get you across the stage. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to these college campuses and mm-hmm. saying, hey, come back come and back. come to school. You know, so yeah. it's full circle. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool where I am in my career and how it's all happened.
0: So is it difficult to have those conversations with people who maybe in Mississippi or I think you said you're going to go to Missouri soon to say, hey, pick, pack up and come over to Forsyth County in, in, in the north of Atlanta and Georgia? It, you will get a lot of...
2: Candidates that would say, well, I think I'm going to stay here. I'm mm. going to stay home. what you get? and but, but then you get some of those folks who will say, well, I hadn't thought about Georgia, but I'm interested. Tell me more. Mm. And then I say, well, hey, we're th-, and I love using the term nestled. I say, Forsyth County is nestled 30 minutes north of the city <laughs> yes. and 30 minutes south of the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. You got the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. You got the food, nightlife, culture, sports, amusement parks of Atlanta City. Yep. And then I can, you say you can go to hell in Georgia, look at all the beautiful scenery. And after that, you can come hang out on a Lake, get jet skis and boats. And they're like, oh, you do have everything, all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And I remind them, I said, I'm not biased because I'm not a native Georgian. Yeah. I come <laughs> from New Jersey, and that's the reason I came down here. Yes. You know? yeah. so.
1: So I want to hit on one thing too. You said, Doctor Brown. You said we're looking for quality employees. Like quality can look a big spectrum. What, what does that look like, or what? it what that? What's going through your mind when you're, when you're looking through the lens of that quality employee? What, what are some things that pop out? If there's someone that's listening, that's possibly thinking about, yeah. What, what are some characteristics things? you may right. be looking for? Well, we
2: know the first one. <clears throat> excuse me, and I, I don't care how much you know pedagogy knowledge. I don't care how much you know. First thing we're looking for is people who have a heart for kids. Yeah. We know that a heart for kids is going to take you further than anything else. Mm-hmm. A heart for kids is going to have somebody be coachable. Mm-hmm. They, may be, they may lack some things, but they're they going to say to themselves, I love these children. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work my butt off to yeah. make sure I educate those, these children. So that's the first thing. And then cultural, coachability. Mm-hmm. Who's willing to be coachable and say, um, I know this isn't perfect, but teach yeah. me how to make it better? Um and then somebody has to be you gotta be able to collaborate. And mm-hmm. I tell people all the times, I say you'll hear the term collaboration in Forsyth County so much you're gonna wanna throw up. <laughs> but I say also yeah. say, but we need that, we need that. I said educators are the most humble people in the world. I said that ninety percent of the conversations with educators goes this way. Oh my God, that's wonderful, you're doing that. I never thought about that. And then the other educator says, Oh, well, I thought everybody was doing it. <laughs> yeah. But until they share that information, yeah. they mm-hmm. don't know. So now I've given you something to take back to your classroom. You've given me something. And now our kids are benefiting from you and I collaborating. Yes. So those are the biggest things. Heart for kid, being able to be coached, and then being able to collaborate with the team.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the middle of February, and I remember just a couple of weeks ago, we had our big Forsyth County Job Fair. I was there representing Otwell, kind of nestled in a, in, a, in, a, in a hallway, so I didn't get a chance. He, he's to he I'm yeah. going I'm I'm to steal he gets, that. He gets yeah. a dollar for I'm every time gonna we I'm going to steal that it. for sure. <laughs> uh, in a hallway, so I didn't get a chance to be out on the campus, but it was such a busy place. I mean, we were people coming and going for the entire three hours that we were there. How did it look on your end? Did you consider that a success? Because the, the people I talked to outside said it was a – Booming success.
2: The energy at the job fair has always been that stuff excites me. I mean, I guess as a school counselor and wanting to create relationships, being able to meet new people, meet potentially somebody with the quality of change a kid's life. Mm-hmm. Like when you think like it's way deeper than what we're saying it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't know who was in that building on Saturday, February 3rd. You're talking about multiple people who will affect the kid's life, affect the kid's mind, and say, you know what, I can do whatever I want to. It's yes. somebody cool. in that building that's going to create relationships. So the energy's always there. The school's are excited to meet people. Mm-hmm. The candidates are excited. HR's in there. I'm answering every question I can. Like, I'm excited. Like, oh, my God, I hope the next um, life changers are in this building. That's mm-hmm. cool. um, so the energy in that, on those days are amazing to me. Yeah. You know, um, And it's funny because I'll tell candidates, I said, you know, they're nervous. So I'm like, hey. It's, don't be nervous because interviews were two ways. Yeah. And I'll tell them, I say, when I was at North Cypher interviewing, first I'm going to ask the questions. But once I find out that candidate's quality and I want that candidate, now your nervousness moved to me because now I got to sell North Forsyth <laughs> for you to accept the job. <laughs> sure. So right. the nervousness goes both ways. And yeah. like I said, that energy just kind of goes back
0: and forth. So. No. And I know we're not done. I just saw saw on the on the Twitters that i believe we have, also have a, a virtual job fair coming up uh, soon as well right. can you tell a little bit uh, tell our audience a little bit about that
2: well of course during covid you know everything went virtual and we felt like we felt and i know cuz i was going to east at the time so i was interviewing for position interviewing people for position at east and you talk about the level of quality mm. the fact that somebody was like hey i'm in california but i'm moving that way mm. and you're looking at their resume and you're like please move this way <laughs> yeah the fact that you're able to connect with people like that and then some not even in the country. True. So we felt like, you know, even though we're moving away from COVID and the face-to-face job fair, the numbers have gone up. We had to keep that virtual spot in place. And there are several people who emailed me and said, hey, I can't make February 3rd. Great. Well, here's February 22nd. Yeah. Come to the virt- attempt, participate in a virtual job fair, and we can still kind of make connections.
0: Yeah, that's so. awesome. Well, um, as we are in the middle of February, we're, we're in the middle of celebrating Black History Month. And we wanted to have you on the show as well to... Like Mr. Walkup said before the show started, your name kept popping up as someone in the in our community that does amazing things. Your your passion, your energy is very contagious. I'm already stealing one of the words that nestled from me. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> um, but your name just kept coming up, and we wanted to learn a little bit about you. And and what does – when we say Black History Month, we celebrate that. What does that mean for you? Well, first of all, I want to let you know I pay a lot of people to bring up my name. So
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I have well. a budget to pay people to, talk, to speak highly of me. Yes, so. no. Um, when Black History um, – to me it just it just it, it gives black people a part of this country where and it's it's almost like a gift and a curse. And I and, and what I mean by that is for somebody like me, and I don't know if other people think about think like this, but when you think about black history, it's like, oh my gosh, it's great to be recognized. But then it's like you think about where's that coming from? Like it always bothers me to think that at one point there were people who thought of another human being as
0: less than mm-hmm. a human being.
2: Yeah. Really less than an animal because animals were treated better than some black people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this vicarious trauma because I get all frustrated. Like, how could people be like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know, nowadays we said, be kind.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I'm sure there were some people that thought like that, but people were ingrained to think about another human being as less than that. Less so than it's that. almost like this gift and a curse because you're gifted the recognition but the curse is, why are we here? Why we got to be recognized, I Understand? you know, but, um, I, I think black history, it, it, it reminds people that, you know, black people have had a major contribution, um, to this country. Mm-hmm. Um, it stinks because some of that trauma has some black people in this country still at a level where they need to, um, achieve more and, and, and try to get higher. Um, mm-hmm. So you, it's kind of a gift and a curse. I'm happy that, you know, things are recognized like that. But then you're like, well, why is it just a month? Like mm-hmm. it, I, I hate that it's a month. Why can't it just be like, yes. you know, everybody recognizes everybody throughout the whole year. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so,
1: What about like like either currently or growing up, was there a certain, you know, African-American, because I know you were a sports guy too. Mm-hmm. Was there a cert, certain person or something you looked up to either as a kid or currently that you try to model after or? or anyone that kind of sticks out in your mind kind I of I was deal? always
2: a big Walter Payton fan. Yeah. Oh, As sweet. sweet a of the person, year. The sweetness. sweetness. Oh, my God. Yeah, sir. Be, what an amazing athlete. And, again, whenever you saw an interview, his just demeanor, yeah. his character, like you never heard anything bad about him. Mm. Um, but the more and more I get older, I think it was my mother. That's cool. Um, because my mother was somebody that said, um, hey, you're black. So there's, you, you already got a strike against you. She mm. taught me like that, but she always said to me, don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything. Man, now you've heard of the man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mother taught me different. Wow. So I'm not going to use an excuse to not do something. Yeah. And she taught me to do whatever you're trying to do, and don't mm-hmm. let anybody stop you, because I've seen people who let things like that stop them from doing. Wow. Things, you know, so it's at to a me, young age that stuck yeah, with you. Yeah. And That's I didn't good. think about it then, yeah, but yeah. as you get older. Perfect example, coming to Forsyth County.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We know about Forsyth's history. Mm-hmm. So me being a New Jersey native, when I told my um, Georgia natives, hey, I'm going to Forsyth County to take a job there. What? Yeah. You're going where? You sure? Mm-hmm. Like, man, I'm from Newark, New Jersey. I'm not scared of anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Forsyth County can't do anything that Newark, New Jersey hadn't shown me already. Yeah, you know. But what if I worried about that and I stayed in Fulton County? Mm. I wouldn't be a talent coordinator right now. Who knows what I'd be, Yeah, but I wouldn't be a talent coordinator. Yeah. I wouldn't be out there selling Forsyth County.
0: Yeah. You know. And credit that to your mom for giving that. that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. I love Man, that. But she's proud now, yeah. Jamie. That's cool. cool. Good stuff. Well, Jamie, before we let you go, uh, we do have a segment on the show that we call The Hot Seat, and it is time to put you on the hot seat. Let's go. All right. He's ready. Roll so, the sleeves up, Jamie. That's right. Hot Seat. <laughs> we're going to ask you a series of questions. We were like a one word or a short phrase. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready? Ready. All right, here we go. What is your favorite comfort food?
2: Oh, um, apple crisp with vanilla ice cream. I love it. Dang, good. that sounds
1: good. We
0: got to get that in the studio, <laughs> That's man. Very specific, <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, favorite snack on a game day? Yeah, We just had the Super Bowl. Okay. What's your go-to snack for that? I, I'm like everybody else, wings. wings hot, yeah. wing, hot wings. Yes. Hot, hot, super hot? Uh, I'm a spicy guy. Medium. I don't
2: want it like where I can't enjoy it. (laughs) Sweat.
0: Favorite music artist?
2: That's tough um, because I'm pretty old. So I started out Luther Vandross. Then I went to Gerald Levert, Then I'm a Mary J. Blige fan. But then you got Jay-Z. You got Biggie. (laughs) I mean, so that's tough. I think it'd be a... Take all those people and put them together. Love that. Gosh,
0: so your playlist, man. That's Uh-oh. something. That's another level. We, we gotta get a. Te- we gotta get a copy of that playlist. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, give us something that's on your bucket list. Hawaii. There you go, Hawaii. Okay.
2: I think going to Hawaii, but then that's tough too because it's like not one place; it's all these different islands. So yeah. I hadn't even thought about how do you visit
0: all the islands. But
2: Hawaii is something
0: I want to do. That'd be cool. And when you're over there, maybe you can attract some teachers well, to ooh. come. recruit. <laughs> right. trip. Listen, recruit. I'd be, yeah, trip. I would be one heck of a recruiter <laughs> if, if I'm recruit, a recruit somebody from <laughs> Hawaii to come over here. Yes, to Recruiter of the Year yes. for sure. Um, what is your favorite place to vacation?
2: Um, me and my family go to Atlantis and Nassau Bahamas a yeah. lot. Um, if it's my family. If it's just my wife and I, any sandals proper. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Then we're to. going to Curacao this in June.
1: Yeah, Because there ain't no kids at Sandals. No, no <laughs> sandals. sandals. And
2: when I tell Sandals, is, it's expensive, but I've never thought about any time spending money. It is an amazing experience.
0: Nice. My wife and I, on our honeymoon, went to a Sandals resort, and it was fabulous. That's when we started, on a honeymoon. Yes. That's where, how we got I'm, hooked. I love that. Yep. Oh. Favorite movie? Uh, belly
2: belly dmx yeah. is in there nas is in there oh, it was, a, okay. it was a point yeah, in, yeah. in my life when it's one of these movies where it takes all of the um popular celebrity hip-hop people and it gets you in there and you're going to see the cars the hip-hop and it hits you with the strong message at the end so it had all of the knuckleheads in there <laughs> but then it had this message at the <laughs> end that's why i think that's a great movie that people don't even know
0: about Love no i have to check that out and if you could sit down at the dinner table with anyone past or present who would it be and why
2: Um, I would say Jay-Z. I just, Jay-Z's a billionaire. <laughs> JC came from a street kid he's a billionaire now well respected by several people yeah. how do you do that go from the ghetto the hood mm-hmm. to being a billionaire who's respected by several
1: people well right? just his portfolio right Jamie yeah. I mean he's an agent I mean he's doing he's not just a the just, brand yeah, yeah i mean he's yeah he
0: just <laughs> has it all he's dropping just, just want somebody a, from
2: the project yeah. Who a kid from the project yeah and, and has all that that portfolio like you said
0: that's cool Love that well-respected businessman mm-hmm. does yeah. a lot. Well, Dr. Brown, thank you so much for what you do for our district. Uh, We know you're a busy man, so we were glad that we were able to fit you in. Yeah. Because I know you you just got (laughs) back from Maryland. You're on your way to Missouri. You're hitting up all the the southeast. He's going to Hawaii, too. He's going to go to Hawaii. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But thank you for uh, bringing in amazing talent yeah. and teachers not and not just teachers but employees to this mm-hmm. district and and mr Walcom and i talk about this as well because yes we are our faculty members and we are uh, employees of forsyth county schools mm-hmm. but we're also customers our kids yep. go here yep. and we're satisfied customers because there are people who are invested in the kids of this community not just teachers not just admin but your bus drivers your cafeteria workers your pairs all these people work toward a common goal to make sure these kids um have a bright future. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. My kid
2: goes to Gwinnett County School right now. Mm-hmm. And to this day, he'll say it. He said it last week. Oh, man, I wish I went to back to Forsyth. He, he went to Sharon from kindergarten to fifth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're right. His perception of school was brought up by the folks in that building. He loves school because of starting in Sharon. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, well, thank you for what you do for our district. Thank, thank you. you. Yep. That was our latest episode with our talent coordinator, Dr. Jamie Brown. And Greg loved Jamie's story. We only got into a part of it. Mm-hmm. Would love to sit down even longer and hear more of his story. Yeah. But how you – know, when he grew up, he knew he needed to change his environment, and get out of the situation he was in, went down to West Virginia, played D1 football. We ah. Didn't even get a chance to even yeah, I mean, elaborate just on that. St-
1: stay right there. Would
0: love to talk about that Good. for sure. Um, but got some great advice. You know, he tried different things and he just wasn't happy. And I uh, got some great advice from people to say, Hey, do what makes you happy. Not necessarily what's going to make you a lot of money. Um, and I just love that he was able to, to listen to that and where the benefit because he did li- listen to that and take that advice. A hundred percent, David. I mean,
1: the, the advice his mom gave him is, was, was gold, yes. right? That there's no limitations. I mean, honestly, that advice is kind of how we roll with this podcast and how we roll when we interact with our, teachers and our students today is that hopefully I'm that as a teacher and as a staff member. Hopefully I'm that as a dad to my own kids, mm-hmm. because that simple advice that she gave him, look how it just springboarded him to where he's at today. And I think that's an important piece of this is, is we don't know, we don't know what kids are, 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 are you know, in our hallways that need that little push of, Hey, there's no limitations where you can accomplish. And I just, I love his story. He's a product of that, yeah. that advice.
0: And hopefully as educators, we do that, like you said, with our kids every day in these hallways Mm -hmm. of speak truth into them that there are no limitations to your potential. You can be whatever you want to be. And and hopefully we do a good job of guiding them and help supporting them as they make those decisions. Yeah. hundred percent. Thank you for listening to the Bulldogs Unleashed podcast. My name is David Miller reminding you that together we grow. Thanks again.